Welcome to the Consistency Corner Podcast, where we delve deep into the heart of content strategy, branding, and the art of simplifying your marketing approach. I'm your host, Ruthie Starrett, a Midwest native now soaking up the Florida sun and a proud mom of an energetic eight-year-old and the passionate force behind the Consistency Corner. Each episode will bring you actionable insights, unfiltered conversations on life as a mompreneur, and tips to elevate your brand with consistency. Whether you're a budding business owner or someone just eager to find clarity in the digital marketing maze, you found your corner. Join me as we navigate a path to success you can be consistent with and together bring out the brand sparkle so that you can make an impact and an income. Hey there, before we dive into today's episode, I've got something sparkly for you. Do you ever feel overwhelmed by the constant need to post and engage on Instagram? Do you ever wish that you could just like step away from the daily grind and still leave a lasting impression? Or maybe you haven't been posting and you're letting that guilt weigh on you because you know, as a business owner, you can do better with your presence on social media. Well, then the done for you nine grid is a way to make your dream become a reality. What you'll get is a custom tailored Instagram strategy, beautifully designed squares, captivating captions, and the peace of mind knowing your profile tells your brand story perfectly. Whether you're preparing for a busy season or you just want to focus on other areas of your business, let me help you shine on Instagram without the hassle and overwhelm. Sound too good to be true? It's not. If you want in, grab the link in the show notes to learn more about the Done For You 9 Grid and fill out an application to book a call for your very own custom 9 Grid. All right, now let's get to the episode. All right, guys, welcome to episode 83 of the Consistency Corner podcast. And as you listen to this episode, I have officially entered into the 40s club. Whenever there's a big milestone moment, I love to take a minute for both reflection and goal setting because I'm always about setting goals. And honestly, though, reflection is one of those things that I have to be really super intentional about. Now, I'm also going to be honest, as I'm recording this episode, I'm not 40 yet, but it's around the corner. The birthday planning is in full swing. We're going to go to Nashville um, to celebrate my birthday, which I'm sure by the time this airs, you'll see highlights of over on Instagram. And my husband has already asked what I want for my birthday, which I don't know about you guys, especially after you've been married for a long time. When somebody asks what you want for a gift, I'm like, I don't know. Whatever I want, I can just go by. And if I just like send you links to things I want, it's like not any different than me buying them for myself. But whatever, to be determined on what I actually get for my birthday. But I wanted to give a little gift to you all as I reflected on what I've learned over the last 40 years. And what I want to do is share some of my favorite books with you. I am a big reader and learning is actually one of my strengths, which I learned from the Strengths Finder book, which we'll talk about that more in a minute. And I've pulled together a list of 40 books you should read by the time you're in your 40s. I've linked that list in the show notes because don't worry, I don't have time to talk to you about 40 different books and you probably don't have time to listen to me talk about 40 books because you're busy. I get it. But because I truly believe that we should never stop learning, I do want to share what I've learned from some of those books, all of which I actually have read in the last 10 or so years. Now, also, I thought that I was going to do a top 10 list, but like I seriously couldn't narrow it down to 10. So I'm just going to be extra and we're going to share 11 books in our top 10 list. But 
whatever. It's like a bonus, right? You know, as I reflect over these last 10 years and the books that I've read and the things that I've done, I realize that I've moved three times. I've bought a house. I've sold a house. I've had a baby who's now in first grade. I've worked for three different companies. I started my own company. I lost my dad to cancer. I invested in myself in multiple ways. I've read dozens of books. I've probably shopped way too much. I've lost 25 pounds. I gained 20 of it back. I've traveled. I've made friends. I've lost friends. I've quit my job with no income source, but I replaced that income source or that income within three months with freelance work and retainer clients. I've launched offers, some of which did not go so well, some of which did. I've added to my team. I've created a vision for the future of my business and my family. I've worked on my marriage. I've done therapy and so much more. A lot can happen in 10 years. And I know sometimes during the like new year or vision goal, you know, vision board seasons, we can sit down and ask ourselves like, what do I want to do in 10 years? And that can feel like, I don't know, that seems like a really long time ago. Or we set goals for ourselves that are really small, but it can be so powerful to look back at the last 10 years and celebrate all of the things that we've done. And in order to make all of those big things happen, I think that personal development and personal growth is critical. So what I want to share is my favorite books around personal growth, mindset, and of course, marketing, because that's what we talk about here on the Consistency Corner that have helped me in my business journey. So let's get started first with personal growth. I'm going to share four books in the personal growth growth space. The first that I want to talk about is The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. And quite honestly, I struggled to pick a Brene Brown book because I also like Daring Greatly and really any of her work. I don't remember which book it's in, but there's one, there's a, a book, a thing that she talks about called The Wholehearted parenting or the parenting manifesto for the wholehearted parent, something like that. If anything, just Google that. And if you are a parent, that is going to speak to you so much. But Brene's Brown Brown's work is so, so good when it comes to vulnerability, authenticity, and accepting who you are as a person and understanding all of the emotions that impact your journey. So hands down, love Brene Brown. She's one of my people that like, if I could have dinner with like five celebrities, she'd be one of the people for sure. Speaking of another celebrity that I would love to have at the table, and I will share this book that I read a couple of years ago is Michelle Obama's memoir, Becoming. What I absolutely loved about Michelle's book is her positivity and inspiring real life storytelling around being a mom in a high pressure situation. I thought her story about her time in the White House was fascinating, but I thought it was just as interesting to hear her talk about when she was an attorney in Chicago and raising babies and having a husband in politics and coming into her own as a woman and figuring out what was important to her. I I absolutely cannot recommend her book enough. And just if you like biographies, I thought it was a really inspiring story. Now, in addition to biographies, another book that I found was really inspiring when it comes to discovering yourself is one called Ian, uh, it's called The Road Back to You by Ian Morgan Cron. Now, this book is all about the Enneagram and Ian Morgan Cron is an Enneagram expert. And I had dabbled a little bit in reading about the Enneagram and I don't know if you guys follow Enneagram people on Instagram or if you know your own Enneagram type, but this book was really fascinating to not only dig into my own type, which I'm a type three, wing two, wing two, 
Um, but also to read deeper on the other types and understand people in your life and how their types differ from your own. Just being able to see things from a different perspective and understanding the motivation behind those perspectives was super helpful. All right, and then the last book to round out our personal growth recommendations is Don Clifton's Strengths Finder. I actually think now it's referred to as Strengths Finder 2.0. But what this actually is, is it's more of an assessment or a quiz than a book. I mean, it's a book too, but with the book, you get a code to go take this um, paid quiz and assessment online, and then you find out what your five inherent strengths are. And the premise of the book is that you're more, you're better off leaning into your strengths and leveraging your strengths to be the most effective version of yourself in your career, in your relationships, in your business, than to say, well, what are my weaknesses? Well, what do I need to work on? But how do you take those strengths and really dig into them? And I'll give a sports analogy here. If you're a really, if you're really great at throwing, you're like Tom Brady, you're not going to be like, well, you know what, guys, I'm just not good at kicking field goals. I really need to spend time focusing on and getting better at kicking field goals because that's part of football and that's what I should do. No, that's ridiculous. Tom Brady's strength is throwing the football. Okay, that's debatable this season. We could talk about whether or not he should have retired, but that's besides the point. But what he does is he obviously leans into his strengths as a quarterback. And in your life, in your career, in your relationships, you can do the same thing by finding out what your inherent strengths are. Now, I can't tell you if those strengths... um evolve over time, it would actually be, I would be super interested to go take this quiz again because I took it probably around 10 years ago. And at that time, I found out that my strengths were communication, individualization, to be a learner, which I referenced earlier, to be strategic and to look at big picture and see strategy and to also be disciplined. So those are five things that no matter what I've been doing in my career or in my life, they're helpful for me to lean into. And it's just a really interesting way of looking at the things that make you, you and figuring out a way to celebrate and leverage those things. So now that we've talked a little bit about personal growth, this category is similar, but this is a category is specifically around mindset. And these are books that I find super inspiring and super helpful in shifting your mindset if you need to maybe make a little bit of a tweak or a pivot, because quite honestly, mindset, in my opinion, is the basis uh, and the foundation for everything. So the first one I want to talk about is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And I absolutely love how Darren takes really simple and easy to understand real life examples to illustrate the compound effect and how things build over time. And we talk about this so much in your marketing that, you know, little deposits over time, the consistency in putting your content out there, that compounds on itself to make a big impact. And he has an illustration in the book of like pumping the well. And when you start pumping a well, a water well or an oil well, you have to kind of pump the well for a long time before the water or the oil comes to the surface. And if you stop right before it gets to the surface and then you go to start again, you have to start all over again because you've lost that momentum and that compounding, those compounding efforts from bringing the water to the surface. And so it's such a great reminder that, you know, in the marathon of life, the marathon of building your business, the marathon of personal growth, that it is a marathon and not a sprint, but those early efforts 
are compounding to support you in your future efforts. So the second one is kind of similar to the compound effect in that it is called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. And what I will sum up from that book is that the things that are easy to do that seem like they're not going to make a big difference are just as easy to not do. But it's the not doing them that is going to make the biggest difference in whether or not you get results. And so your slight edge is doing those teeny tiny little things that make the little difference. It's the things that are easy to do, but also easy not to do. And so it feels like, ah, if I just don't do this, it won't make a big difference. If I don't send this email out this week, it won't make a big difference. If I don't stick to my content plan and post on social media this week, it won't make a big difference. No, it won't make a big difference this week. But over time, going back to that compound effect, those little things are what make the difference over time. So that's The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. The next one that I want to talk about from a mindset perspective, this is another sports one. So if you like sports analogies, you'd absolutely love this one. And it's called, it's by Bo Eason and it's called There's No Plan B for Your A Game. I listened to this one as an audiobook and even though I have 10,000 books on my to read list, I might go back and read it um, so I can really highlight and make notes because there were so many great takeaways in this one when it comes to habit building, to setting goals, and to really having the confidence that you need to carry out your plans and your, your A game and what you were meant to do and what your purpose is. And I know for some people that can maybe be a little bit discouraging because you're like, well, what if I don't know what my purpose is? What if I don't know what my A game is? And I've pivoted a lot. And so I've tried plan A, B, C, all the way down to plan Z. I still think there's some great takeaways in the book as far as how you show up as a human, because that, going back to that compound effect and slide edge, is what's going to make the biggest difference in whether or not you're able to easily get results when you do make a pivot. And then finally, actually not finally, because I have two more in our mindset category. So the next one in our mindset category, I'm going to recommend this one as a book because it was a great introduction to this author, but I really like this author's content in his podcast, and that's Jay Shetty. So Jay Shetty's Think Like a Monk was a fantastic book that came out a couple of years ago, and he really teaches you some amazing mindset tools and and tricks that he learned in his time as a monk. Now, Jay's teaching is so good. And if you guys don't have the Calm app, I highly, highly recommend the Calm app and his um, daily meditation called The Daily Jay. And then his podcast, I think it's called On Purpose with Jay Shetty, is a really good podcast. So anytime I need a mindset boost, he's a great person to turn to. And in a similar vein, another person who's a great person to turn to for a mindset boost is Mel Robbins. Her book, The Five Second Rule, really teaches you kind of how to get out of your own way when you feel like you're stuck or maybe you're procrastinating or you've got fear going on. And then this is a bonus because this one's not really in our top 11 for today. But her most recent book, um, The High Five Habit, is just another great dose of Mel Robbins motivation, which is always great teaching to get you out of a funk if you need to kind of get out of your own way to get stuff done. All right, real life. You guys have heard me talk about real life before. I just had to pause my recording to go tell my son that wrestling and um, jumping on the bed and running into the wall every five seconds does not equal being quiet, which I had asked him to be quiet while mommy recorded her podcast. So 
to level set and get my head back in the right place, let's recap our mindset books. They were The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. There's No Plan B for Your A-Game by Bo Eason. The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. And The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. And again, Jay Shetty and Mel Robbins, podcast hosts and great Instagram follows. So I totally recommend any content from them. And then our last category of books that we're going to talk about is marketing because you're here for marketing tips. I know as a business owner that you are wanting to get the most out of quick and effective and easy ways to market your business because you're probably a solopreneur or you lead a small team where everybody wears a lot of hats and you don't have time to know like all the ins and outs of marketing. You don't have time to go back to school and get an MBA. And I totally get it. And when I taught myself how to do marketing and be a marketer, these were some of my favorite resources. And when I say I taught myself how to be a marketer, yes, I did go to school for sales. Selling and sales management was my degree. And I had worked in retail sales for a long time. And people would always tell me, well, why don't you work in marketing? And I'm like, "Ugh, because I don't know anything about marketing. I would say that back when I was a retail manager, thinking like, how am I ever going to get out of retail and working nights and weekends? But when I was finally given the opportunity to work in marketing and shifting from a merchandising role to a marketing role, these were some of the resources that I leaned into to learn and understand marketing. And if I can teach myself, these are resources that can teach anybody. And the first one is Donald Miller's Marketing Made Simple. Now, I will say Donald Miller's original book, The Story Brand, is a great starting place. But it's kind of... Like, I don't want to say ethereal, but it's like, it's real conceptual. Now, you can totally apply what he teaches in StoryBrand to your business and your brand. But if you really want to get into the like nitty gritty of how to create content and frameworks to market your business, Marketing Made Simple is so good. He gives you a wireframe for a website that is a great place to start and then talks about lead magnets and email nurture sequences and messaging and all these things that he teaches it in a way that it doesn't feel overwhelming. So highly, highly recommend marketing made simple if you are doing your own marketing. And even if you have a team that does your marketing or you outsource to an agency or you have support with your marketing, it's a great read for any business owner. I definitely recommend. And then second, when it comes to that messaging and branding, I love Kelsey Curtis's The Connection Method. Kelsey does a great job of teaching you how to bring out your true on authentic self into your brand to build a connection-based brand and talks to you about your mission and your vision and your values and helps you choose branding colors that aren't just your favorite colors because they're pretty or aren't simple and safe like black and white because you can't make a decision about colors, but she helps you think about how to use color and words intentionally to build a brand that connects with your ideal audience. So those are 11 of my favorites. And like I said, I have actually created a list of 40 books that I recommend you read by the time you're in your 40s. And that list was actually compiled from both my recommendations and guests that I've had here on the podcast. And you can grab that at theconsistencycorner.com and it's linked in the show notes. And to be honest, I still need to read a few of the books on the list because I've had so many great recommendations from our guests, but because I'll be in my 40s for a while, I think I've still got some time. And honestly, I think you should never stop learning. You can never know all things. So I'm going to keep on reading and I'll definitely share my insights with you guys as I discover new books over on Instagram and here on the podcast. And 
Speaking of Instagram, I want to close out this episode by thanking you for being here, ask you to give me a follow over on the gram at the Consistency Corner, and be sure to join us inside our monthly content co-working sessions. You can sign up for those at theconsistencycorner.com slash community, but that's where you'll have an opportunity to continue to learn from each other, collaborate, and cheer each other on, which is exactly what the Consistency Corner is all about. Thanks so much for being here, guys, and I cannot wait to see the content you create that stands out to help your brand sparkle. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Consistency Corner podcast. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Consistency Corner for more marketing made easy, mindset tips, and behind the scenes of working mom life. If today's podcast was helpful, I'd love it if you would leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share a screenshot and tag me in stories so I can cheer you on and learn more about how to support you in building a brand that truly sparkles.